related to mothering. This is a community where we aim to create a comfortable space that allows for active discussion without judgment. Find us at thecuriousmother.com and follow us on social media. Our Instagram is at thecuriousmother. Hi, welcome to The Curious Mother. I'm Melissa Miller. I'm a psychologist and a mother of two. And I'm Kristen Daly, and I am a psychologist and mother of three. So, Melissa, what have you been curious about lately? All right, I've been watching a lot of Fixer Upper, (laughs) and both you and I have also done our own home renovations in the past year, and I can't wait to talk about what the stress of going through a house renovation does to a marriage. Yes. So I um, I feel that HGTV is one of the maybe challenges in our society <laughs> because it sets up really unfair expectations of what it is like to go through a remodel. Right. It looks so exciting and fun and quick. Oh, yes. And everything is going to go exactly the way you want it to. That's right. And there's going to be a big reveal, That's right? right, right. <laughs> and unfortunately, I didn't have Chip and Joanna Gaines helping me out, did you? No, 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 Chip and Joanna did not show up. And I think it's funny, I we both, I believe, bought homes knowing that at some point we were going yes. to remodel, right? Yes, always the intention. Yes. We lived in our house for five years before we did ours, um, but we actually had to go through two series of plans. So we had... Um, envisioned when we bought it that we would put a second floor on we were super excited we got a kind of some quotes when it came time to do it uh the the quotes didn't were no longer the same they were double which then we had already gone through all the hassle of drawing plans so we had to revamp you know shed all those dreams of what we had our heart set on and come up with plan b so that was stress number one um but we finished and moved we we moved out for five months And we are now back in. How about you? Yes. So I feel like I've had a long history of this in that uh, the first house that Jeff and I ever bought was a fixer-upper. We did all of the work ourselves. It was all very cosmetic except for, well, we put in a kitchen and a bathroom. We were young and idealistic and we'd watched a lot of um, this old house at that (laughs) point. And so... Um, but when I was pregnant with my third, so this was a two-bedroom, one-bath house, and when I was pregnant with my third child, I said, I cannot come home to such a tiny house and have three kids in it. So we had the plans drawn up, and um, that, of course, costs a, a good bit of money. Mm-hmm. And um, we had the contractor. We had um, everything worked out, we thought. And then that was in 2010, which is when the Charlotte housing market took a significant hit. Crash. So in, I guess it was, yeah, it was winter 2009, early spring 2010. And so what ended up happening was we had to scrap all of our plans for our dream remodel because housing prices were dropping so much. And so we ended up moving into a new house and never actually seeing that remodel go through. Fast forward many years, we bought the house that we are in now, and always intending that it would be remodeled. We actually even called it Big Ugly because it was a I very, that. very big, very <laughs> ugly house, and but it fit all of our family's needs. And um, so we started our remodel fall of 2016, and it it ended. Um, in May of 2017. When was it supposed to end? It was supposed to end. I can remember my contractor looking me in the eye and saying, you will be cooking in your kitchen by Christmas 
and you will be totally done by Super Bowl. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Did the Super Bowl move to May? (laughs) Well, and I can still remember Christmas of last year when my kitchen was just a big gaping hole in the house with even no back side to the house and just feeling very sorry for myself that I was not cooking. Uh, I know, I know. So there's so many aspects of renovation that are stressful. One, not having things happen on time. Two, the finances. Yes. Three, also the design, like deciding together with your partner what what your styles are, what you're going to go with, what you can afford. It's hard. And I um, I found this study last night that there was a poll done on House. House is the um, home design web app and web page. It's beautiful and brilliant if y'all don't know about it. Um, they polled and found that 12% of couples who go through home renovations strongly consider divorce. That's a huge percentage of people who are like, this is awful. I hate you. I'm yeah. done. <laughs> I can remember, Melissa, when you, your project was about to start, and I think I was really in the throes yes. of being so done with remodeling. And um, so Melissa's husband, Matt, is a professional contractor. And initially, when you guys were starting the project, you had said, not we're going to have another contractor this isn't the kind of work he does and that way we have somebody else who's responsible right and I think right when I was really it was getting tough you had said I've decided that we've decided to have Matt be the contractor and I can remember looking Melissa in the eye and saying don't do it (laughs) (laughs) because all I could think about was how many arguments I had gotten into with my husband and holding him responsible it was funny whenever a subcontractor didn't show up somehow in my head it was Jeff's fault even though he wasn't contracting the job the poor guy was just working from home and happened to be home when these people would show up or not I still held him responsible, and I was telling Melissa that I was really anxious about what would have happened if he actually had been responsible, yep. so I kind of had bated breath as you guys launched your project. And and actually, I I remember that day very well, too, and I, it was hilarious. I, we, you and I have laughed a lot through the hard times of yes. renovation together. It's really what got us through. Um, but kind of that warning was a really good moment for me to go home and say, this could spell big trouble ahead. We are really going to have to be intentional about working on our marriage through this because I don't want this to be the result. And and I think because I had that warning, we fared it much better than we would have. Well, and I, I really, towards the end of your project in particular, felt very envious that you had gone with that with having your husband contract because I really think that the difference was it was his personal project he wanted to live there he wanted to make you happy and I think that that probably went a really long way at that point all I was seeing was the downside of you know he's going to fall short or something (laughs) you know and and it I think it's a double-edged double-sided coin Mm -hmm. no matter how you do it you know Mm -hmm. how much control you have versus you don't but um I think you have to anticipate how hard it's going to be I think if you go into it thinking oh this is going to be so fun I can't wait to see when it is hard and it is always hard um it 
when you're not prepared to roll with that and anticipate that, I think that that's probably where people get confused of like, oh, something must be wrong with us, or I really hate him instead <laughs> of this is a hard time of life. You have to be prepared to weather it. Um, you know, I know you guys stayed and lived through mm-hmm. yours, which I can't even imagine. We moved out for five months and lived in this itty bitty duplex where my seven and nine year old they were seven and eight at the time, had to share a bed um, together, and we have a huge dog, and we could all hear each other breathe, and it was really hard. Yeah. My husband husband was leaving the house at like five in the morning to meet subcontractors so that he could get that done before he went to his full-time job. We didn't sleep for five months. It was exhausting. Yeah, and everybody is rational when they're exhausted, right? Oh, totally. (laughs) What would you say was probably one of the challenges that was unexpected for you when you were going through that process? Um, All the decisions that need to be made. Mm-hmm. And how overwhelming it can feel because this is a big deal, right? Like it's a lot of money. It's it's permanent. You don't get to change where walls are after they're in. You don't get to um, you don't get a redo on this. Yeah. And that to me felt really big. And I didn't realize how important it was to figure out where the outlets are going. Where you know these minuscule decisions that all of a sudden feel really important, and you have to make. 10,000 of them, mm-hmm. it felt, I felt very anxious in making them. And you, you have to make them, otherwise you hold the project up. Yeah. How about you? Yeah, I would say it would, for me, it was the tension between how I wanted it to look in the end and the budget. Yeah, I feel we had, we had a lot of like long evenings pouring over budget and we were, you know, I just found that every time even small decisions were made, they impacted the bottom line. Yes. And you found yourself like constantly, you know, assessing, is this going to be worth it? What happens when we don't have the money for that? And right. and if we spend it here, what if we can't spend it here then? Yes. Yeah. Did you and Matt agree on styles? Like how did that go for you with design choices? Huh. Um, this is probably where the, I, I need to use a lot of humor because, um, my husband would say that part's totally up to you. You know, I'm concerned with the bones, the layout, the structure, but design it however you want, whatever you want. But then I would pick things out and he'd be like, really? <laughs> that, that's what you want? So yes and no. Mm-hmm. I, I think that we have similar styles, but he is much more modern, and I am much more mid-century. Mm-hmm. Um, so I realized in the beginning that I knew what things were very important to me, and those were my battles I was going to pick. And if and and I and I let go of a lot of other things because I. I didn't want to fight about everything, and I knew that it would all come together fairly well. How about yeah. you? Yeah, I would say we um, – this is where I'm very grateful for things like House and Pinterest as well. The first time that we went through a remodel together as newlyweds, we didn't have websites like that, and I would have design ideas in my head. I can still remember us having an argument in a tile store. And Jeff really could not see what I was trying to explain to him. And so we ended up with the compromised tile because he could not see what my idea was. And then literally like a year later, we were in a restaurant and he was he said, this is one of the coolest kitchens I've ever seen. And it was exactly what no. I had tried to have him do. <laughs> um, so th- luckily, I could actually show him 
this is what I'm aiming for. And I think that when he could see it visually, that was really all he needed. I think for the most part, we've been lucky that we pretty much are on the same page. I think he I, he would say for sure, too, that it's all up to what makes me happy. But again, he does have opinions for sure. <laughs> One of the biggest things um, that we had, we talked a lot about was when it came to the budget and the style is... Um, my husband was really worried that if he, if the budget didn't allow for it, that I was going to be really mad at him. <laughs> like, you're not giving this to me. And so we, it, it, it was really nice to be able to blame it on, not, yeah, blame it. Instead of holding him responsible for, um, for not being able to do something, we made it very clear, here's our budget. Mm-hmm. This is, you know, we've got to make it work. And it's not about either one of us holding each other back or saying no. Mm-hmm. We have to learn to live within our reality. Mm-hmm. And we can't be mad at the other person for yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. I found that we often, like some of the big decisions like kitchen counters, um, we actually did like lots of different workups, you know, so that we could kind of have this sense of, if we did this, this is how that would cost, and that's how it would affect the bottom line, and where would we take from? And I felt like that helped because then, yeah, same thing. I Jeff had nothing, I mean, really to do with the budget, right? But it, somehow I, it would become a little bit of a trade-off for us. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm wondering, how did you guys take care of each other as husband and wife through this project? Well, we, so I can remember it was probably earlier in the, yeah, pretty early in the project. So um, there was the day that we were supposed to have demo. And, you know, on the on the TV programs, Demo Day is just the so most thrilling day ever, right? It's Chip Gaines' favorite day. It is. It's Demo Day. <laughs> and um, I had, um, I was working that day, of course, and um but I was so excited. Like, I could not wait to get home to be able to see Demo. And I will never forget. I got home, and there was literally one hole in one wall <laughs> that was, like, the size of a softball. And that was all that had happened. And basically what happened was they had come out to do Demo, and they recognized that there was probably a structural concern. And rather than demoing the house, they wanted to have the structural engineer come out and take a look at something. So literally, they put this one small hole, and that was my demo day. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and um, and the problem was, for some reason, again, I, I needed to be angry at somebody. And um, because Jeff was home, he was the one who um, who got the, was the receiver of my frustration. And that turned into a very late night. Like, I can remember us being in our bedroom and me just lamenting, like, it had already taken so long. Oh, because the project was supposed to have started the year prior. Right. And I forget why we ended up having to delay. Oh, the house hadn't appraised appropriately. So we had to delay an entire year. And I just felt like I was owed the beginning of this project. So what we did was, um, I, you know, I realized those late nights were going to be really painful for us, you know, and it goes back to that. If you're not rested, you're not rational. Right. And, um, and we could, I don't know about you guys, but we could lay in bed for hours talking about design stuff. And so I finally decided, okay, we cannot talk about the remodel 24-7. So we decided um, 8 to 8.30 in the morning is a time when Jeff's work is not totally ramped up. 
the, our younger kids have gotten off to school. I haven't had to leave for work yet. So basically every day from 8 to 8.30, we had a remodel meeting, just the two of us. And that way we could talk about what was happening, decisions that were coming up. You know, that was my place to be able to say, I'm really frustrated with this or we need to handle that. And by creating this meeting every single day, what we did was we created this space where we were going to be a lot more rational and could really talk things out. So I never had that urgency where if, you know, I don't express this now, we're never going to get to it. We had this very standard meeting and it went pretty well. That's so smart. Because I'm thinking there were a lot of times when um, I would be pressed to make a decision or have a discussion with Matt and the kids are up and wanting our attention or he would come in at like 11 30 at night to our bedroom and be like I really want to talk about the width of the hallway and it's like ah what so I love that idea of having very concrete time frames that there's not other distractions everybody's in a good place it feels like that could be really effective yeah and and it really I think it just helped to keep us from being in a defensive place because yeah. I think that when you're thinking a lot about something you can get this anticipatory anxiety about having to discuss it with your partner yes. and so if you just know this meeting is on the schedule already it really eliminates that that anxiety that anticipation and I feel like it really helped our communication that's awesome what about uh, tell me a little bit about how things went with time frame for you guys so um I think we are one of the few people who time frame wise we we were close to what we anticipated mm-hmm. um again well i have not heard of many other people who don't go months over the time frame um we had anticipated to move back into our house by august 1st we moved back in august 10th yeah um but with that came when problems came up, we sacrificed some things for time. We said, okay, we're not going to do that. Um, let go of this. And also, it required the last month, my husband doing a lot himself mm-hmm. and leaving the house at 5 in the morning and coming home at 11 o'clock at night and pulling together a crew of friends. Um, it was hard. It yeah. was really, really hard to stay on time. Um, and then when we moved back in, it still it wasn't 100% done. So the the... Um, the last things have lingered a bit and looking back I wonder and we were so anxious to get back in and out of our space and be in by school but would it have been okay had we stayed an extra month and not worked so hard yeah we we would have been fine and yeah and and maybe we should have It's funny to think about because it feels like forever when you're out of place, right? When you're displaced, it just feels like the days are crawling by. And then it's so weird because then all of a sudden it's kind of done. Like I want to say it's done, but I feel like, I mean, (laughs) ours has been done for like seven months or so. And um, we still have things that aren't done yet. Mostly because they got axed by the budget, but still need to happen. (laughs) The other day I I had a morning, I had a morning off and I was at home in our, in our bedroom, in our bathroom. And it hit me like, oh my gosh, like we're in, we're here. And I almost can't remember this summer. Like I can't even remember what it was like to be in that itty bitty duplex. (laughs) Um, so what was the rush? It felt so urgent at the time to hurry up and get out. And yet looking back, it, it, 
it was fine. Yeah, it's funny. We just recently got out our holiday decorations, and um, my mother-in-law was asking me where we put the tree, and I realized that last year we were living in our basement, and uh, so we didn't we didn't really even have one. And um, it was so it was funny because I actually found myself a little fondly thinking about us all being crammed in our basement, which if you had told me um, a year ago that I would have ever felt like that I had a warm memory about <laughs> us being so crammed together. But I think that there was just something to this idea that we just, we had to fight for it. You know, we had to get through this thing. You, I think that we are going to look back and some of the worst times make for the best memories, right? Mm-hmm. And, and it wasn't all bad. There was some sweet things that happened in this very disruptive state of, of living. Yeah, yeah. Um, one thing that was really helpful but hard to adjust out of for me and Matt is we really defined our roles mm-hmm. through the remodel. So mm-hmm. we knew exactly what he was in charge of. And because of that, I said, all right, here's what I'm stepping up to handle because you're not, I, you're going to be busy doing the house. Here's what I'll do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's been weird coming back to our norm. Uh-huh. Um, and that we haven't really talked about as much. And I feel like maybe that's where we should have said, okay, now that it's over, <laughs> this is what the rules are again. Yeah. Right? Um, <laughs> it was so helpful at the time because I felt like we signed up for what we were doing and then there was no annoyance of like I didn't expect him to be home here I knew I was I wasn't angry that I was doing this at home mm-hmm. um and vice versa whereas I think if if you don't clearly define here's what this means for everyone people might start to feel a little bitter yeah yeah and, and it's funny because I don't know if you ran into this at all with your kids but my oldest he really wanted to be part of some of the decision making for the project and it really and and actually all three of them really wanted to to weigh in and it was very difficult because I had this very firm vision in my head and this is I think where the really controlling side of me comes out because on one hand I thought it was really sweet that they wanted to have a big part in how the family home was going to turn out but on the other hand I had a vision (laughs) and so um, I, I it was funny because I found myself dancing along this line of do I allow them to have some control or do I allow them to make a choice versus do I allow it to turn out the way I want it to? And I have to admit, I went with the second. <laughs> I really tried. I think um, they they probably weighed in a little bit with kitchen counters, but um, really we went with the ones that I had wanted. Um, but uh, they, I do think that they really love it. So even though they may not have been as much of a part of it as they would have liked, I think that they all get that the outcome is where they want it to be. Yeah. You know, and, and I'm thinking through that. It There could be like a safe choice where you like two things and, you know, let them weigh in, but they're both in line. <laughs> yes. Yes. Because <laughs> if my kids got to pick, we would have bright pink and orange walls. I mean... Yes, and well, and my oldest, I mean, he really is very interested in architecture and design, but he loves modern design. And so, again, like our house is, it was built in the um, late 60s, and so it could be fun to do a little bit more of a mid-century look for it. And we kind of, I feel like, incorporated a tiny bit of that, but he wanted us to do a very ultra-modern bathroom, and it really just was, to me, wasn't going to fit the house at all you know so we had to kind of just let him know that eventually he can have his own house (laughs) 
What would you do differently? Um, let's see. One thing, I actually wish I had trusted Jeff a little bit more. You know, I really think that maybe he's always talked about getting his contractor's license. And the funny thing is, is that I've always thought that he just made up what he knew as he went along. I don't know why I I do that, but I just, I didn't realize how much he knew. And so it was, it was as I was watching the project go, there were many times that he caught errors or stepped in and intervened in ways that made me very aware that he actually really does understand this a lot. So the biggest thing I would I would have changed is I probably would have let him contract it if we could have. Nice. Yeah, and I think that the other I kind of wish that we had figured out where how to accommodate those couple of other projects that we didn't do. Because um, I just know they're still kind of hanging over our heads. Like we, a big one is that we need to replace all the windows in the house. And so it's very hard. Like it's something I'm aware of every time I pull up to our house. I see those really old need to be replaced windows. And unfortunately, that is what my eye gets stuck on instead of like all of the great. Right, right. What about you, Melissa? What would you change? Um, I would have started earlier. Yeah. And not the project, but the planning. Yeah. Because as much as I was looking at things that I liked, I, I liked a wide variety of things. So I didn't come to a landing on things into, until it felt like I was rushed or panicked to make a decision. And then I doubted myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really would have taken seriously the planning and really had a clear vision for every bathroom, every room before we started so that, you know, you need to order things in advance. Yeah. And when you don't, it can delay the schedules. Um, So I was just so excited to begin that I was kind of caught up in the excitement and I didn't, I didn't nail myself down in terms of decisions. And I really wish that I had given myself six months of really hard decision making before we began. Yeah. And, you know, it's interesting you bring that up because having thought the remodel was going to launch an entire year before it did I actually found so I had done I'd really kind of like had these story or I guess their vision boards of each room that we were doing and and so that made it easy to make the fast decisions um one thing I was really grateful for was the design of the master bathroom um, over the course of that year, my original design had become really trendy. You know, you know how like you'll see that image and you think, oh, yeah. oh this is super special. And then all of a sudden you see it everywhere. <laughs> yes. And I was really grateful that we had that pause because it was, I feel like it was one of those things that um, had we done it the original way, it would have looked beautiful. But I would have always felt like, oh gosh, anybody who walks into this bathroom is going to know exactly the year that this house was remodeled. Yeah. Yeah. So what do we do to help people um, thinking about, you know, trying to save the marriage? Yes, yes. <laughs> what would be some of the things that probably those struggling couples could benefit from as they're imagining, like, taking on a huge project together? Right. Um, I think one thing is to sit down and beforehand talk about how hard this is going to be. Everybody needs to, it's kind of like anticipating the big game. You don't go in unprepared. And if you're going in unprepared, you're going to get hit with hard stuff, and then you're going to start attacking each other. And so really sitting down and being realistic about what a big deal this is, 
what all areas this impacts. This, we're going to have to get comfortable talking about finances. We're going to have to get comfortable making decisions together. We're going to have to get comfortable going through an uncomfortable living period. Yes. And really coming up with kind of some, um, some rules about how to talk to each other, how to treat each other. If things come to an impasse, who do we turn to? You know, mm-hmm. can we have a therapist who helps us through this? Is there a trusted friend who has guided us before? What are the things that we're willing to say, I don't want this to be an issue, and so when it comes up, I'm not going to fight? Um, I, I think having ground rules set before so that when it, when the game starts, you know how to play. Yeah, I think you? that, yeah, I think that that's, it's really critical. And I, I think that it also matters that we have an understanding of the fact that we need to know each other's strengths and weaknesses. Yes. You know, it was um, because Jeff does so much with construction and has in the past, it made sense for him to always be the point of contact. And uh, the truth is, is that I never could have held my own talking to any of the subcontractors about what they needed to do because he really got it in a way that I wouldn't. And, um, and luckily, he also works from home, so he was able to be present. Um, however, when things got to be pretty challenging at times, one of the struggles that Jeff did have is that he really does not love confrontation. And he has a tendency, it's funny, we are wired exactly the opposite, whereas I take neutral information and assume it's not going to happen or it's going badly. And he takes neutral information and always thinks the best. And so if we wouldn't hear back from our project manager, Jeff would just assume that it meant that he was working on whatever task we'd asked him to work on. And if I didn't hear, and if we didn't hear back, I assumed he hadn't really heard us. And so um, there were a couple of times along the way that I had to step in and be the assertive communicator. And I think it was helpful that we both recognized that that is just not a strength that he has. And it's something that I can help him with, Mm -hmm. you know, and, I I didn't coach him through it. I was the one who, who did the communication. But it was just good to know that he and I could trust each other's strengths and weaknesses. You know, it was funny. He actually at one point had told the project manager um, not to interact with me about a certain issue. <laughs> and it was because it was something he knew I had this emotional tie to. And, and so, and I could respect that. You know, it was, again, it was from a place of, we both have the same common goal. And I yeah. think that's probably a big part of it, right? Yes. We had to know we were on each other's team. Yes. And so it was okay for us to take our the, what we're really good at it and run with it and recognize it's not our position if we aren't great there. Yeah. When you, when you kind of say that, the common goal, I feel like that's really important for people to remember. Like, it's not about winning to get your style. It's about creating a home together that you're both really comfortable in. And this is about family and taking care of each other through mm-hmm. it. And you're not, there's going to be some, some things you have to give up, right? Yeah. So get ready to take care of your partner. Get ready to know where it really is important to you. And before you begin, you better land on a a common goal that you're both working towards. Yeah, I think that that is something that people really can start to lose sight of when they get into conflict because it can feel like somebody's going to win. You know, like if we pick this tile, then they won that battle. And the truth is, is that the goal overall is the home. It turns out the way you both want it to be and you both win. That's where it makes me sad to think about, you know, 12% of people considering divorce or having marital trouble 
while they're going through a remodeling process because that process is tough enough. Right. You know? right. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need to. Uh, we don't need to make it worse. So now here's the the million dollar question. All right. Would you do it again, Melissa? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would. Um, like you said, now that we're through it, it wasn't anything we couldn't bear. Mm-hmm. It was hard. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really happy with being in a space that feels really good now. It feels like ours. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would. But I would be more prepared in every sense of the way <laughs> yeah. next time. How about you? I have to admit I would do it again, too. And I think that the way I would protect myself a little bit more is I really would I mentally embrace the longer timeline. Yep. You know, I it was funny. I um, When the original finished date, the original complete date, I think it was supposed to be February 1, and I had always told myself, March 1st, you know, because then I felt like I was doing myself a favor by giving myself an extra month. And of course, I think it was like May 15th or 18th or 20th or when it finally ended. And so I definitely would change my expectations as far as time. But I think that the thing I've noticed is time really flies. And so I can get really anxious and urgent about things being done and the way I like them to be. And I think that I, I also think we would not live through it. Like, I think that it would be, I really think it was a great option for preservation to not have to be in the project day yeah. in and day out. Yeah. Yes. Um, I mean, I, I think what you're just saying is so important. You have to be flexible, right? Mm-hmm. You have to anticipate you're going to have to roll with the punches and to not get your heart set on anything because you might be really disappointed. Yeah. Yeah. And, my, and it, you know, and... Things can still turn out well, even if they don't turn out your way. That's right. right. That's right. <laughs> well, thank you for joining us on The Curious Mother. And um, you know, feel free to check our website and let us know um, any questions that you might have or special topics you might want to cover. And um, we look forward to hearing from you soon. Have a great day. We hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of The Curious Mother. Learn more at www.thecuriousmother.com, where you will find resources related to episode topics. Please join our community and add your voice. Follow us on Instagram.